Hey everybody, welcome back to the Don't Start a Band podcast. And I know I say this uh, every time I do a new episode this year, but it really is good to be back. I enjoy doing the podcast. Um, It's just been a little weird and it's been a challenge trying to figure out how to uh, work in this new world that we're living in, whether it's being in the backseaters and releasing new music, which we are doing very soon, depending on when you hear this episode, um, and also doing the podcast. It's difficult, but also, you know, kind of not safe at this time to be doing in-person interviews with people and having them come into the studio and have conversation sitting close and all that you know it's just best if that is not the way we do the podcast because you know we're not super rich and famous so we can't just have a doctor on standby Um, but also it's it's pretty difficult to do the zoom podcasts and even like phone call podcasts because not everybody has recording equipment and can just record uh you know their end and send it to me and then i match it up you know uh usually you just kind of have to put a microphone near the phone and uh and hope for the best which is it's pretty difficult um and you know i love interviewing people so i'm always down to do that when people reach out but for the time being I have a new segment for the Don't Start a Band podcast, and it's going to be called Why Them? Don't Start a Band podcast, new segment, Why Them? And basically what I'm going to be doing is talking about bands that I personally like and I get shit for. I enjoy these bands. I enjoy their music and uh, you know, a bunch of aspects about them and I get a lot of shit for it, you know, whether it's from a lot of people I know or a select few people I know, like different groups that I hang out with or just, you know, different groups of people that are in my life. Uh, you know, basically you're always going to get shit for what you like. There's always going to be somebody who's going to give you shit. And technically I know You know, you don't owe anybody an explanation for the things you like. You just like them. And I'm not trying to prove anything to anybody or trying to convert anybody to liking these bands or, you know, artists, any of the subjects I talk about in this new segment. It's more so uh, it's going to be fun for me for the most part, you know what I mean? And there might be some insight that might lead people to like these bands or artists, but for the most part, you know, I love music history and like researching bands and watching all their videos and interviews and stuff like that. So it'll be, it'll be like a fun little project for the podcast. Um, And also This applies to the podcast because, well, let me just tell you the the basis, the skeleton for how I'm going to be doing it. Uh, Basically, I'm going to pick a band that I enjoy, 
that I get shit for. And then I'm going to start the episode by talking about them a little bit, giving a brief history, um, you know, just who they are, what they're about, you know, just things that I think will be relevant uh, for the audience to hear that just, you know, builds a little foundation uh, before I get to the next part, which will be, uh, you know, what made them so popular in their day because a lot of these bands and artists are going to be kind of older bands and artists and uh you know some of them are still popular today maybe not as popular as they used to be but i'm basically gonna talk about them in their heyday and more so when they were on the rise like the things they did as they were on the rise to get to the fame and fortune uh, that they eventually got to in their peak. And then, uh, you know, I'm just going to talk a little bit about uh, why it appe- why these bands and artists appeal to me, you know, what I like about them. Um, because, you know, I'm not, I wouldn't say that I'm, special or that I have the best taste in music you know most people who are around me have heard me say that I have shit taste in music but the bands that I like and the artists I like there's always a reason behind them you know like just an example uh I don't know that I'm gonna do this band um for this segment but I love Death Cab for Cutie and a big reason I love them is for their lyrics. I think Ben Gibbard writes some amazing lyrics and tells some amazing stories and just the musicianship, the songwriting in general, you know what I mean? So that's what I'm going to be talking about, you know, things that I like that are relevant to the quote unquote conversation. And then, you know, after I blab about that a little bit, I will talk a little bit about, uh, how what they did back then could apply to today and how bands and artists might be able to take even if it's just one percent a little bit of what these bands and artists did and apply it to what they're doing now you know what i mean because certain things are timeless certain you know rock stars rock stars are timeless whether they're the new rap artists or EDM artists or what have you rock stars and their approach it it's timeless you know what I mean and and some of these tricks of the trade are timeless and people can use them today and I am gonna say timeless three more times timeless 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 that's kind of hard to say but anyway um yeah just you know, kind of rehash on what they did to get to their height and how some of that can be applied to today. And if I'm going to make another example, um, you know, another band that I'm not going to talk about, I don't think I might talk about them a little bit. Um, I have some episodes planned out and this band might play a little part in one of the episodes but uh we'll just say blink 182 
one of the things that appealed to people when they were on the rise were was you know like the material that they were writing about and you know songs like what's my age again uh adam's song you know they were all relatable even if they were to a certain demographic they were relatable nonetheless and you know personally what's my age again had an effect on me because when i started listening to blink 182 and like really started listening was in elementary school and yes you know some people i am younger i get you know called a baby a lot whatever but it was in like end of elementary school like beginning of middle school and that's the time when kids are you know trying on new disguises trying to figure out who they are and uh you know around that time is when people start you know breaking off into cliques and people start becoming the quote-unquote popular people and they're the cool people and you know every kid wants to be included and you know i i wanted to be included every kid wants to be popular okay unless you're a little weird kid you know which is fine you can be a weird kid but every kid wants to be included every kid a little part of them wants to be a little bit popular and there's you know there's nothing wrong with that you got to figure this shit out when you're a kid anyway what's my age again is the song and i mean blink 182 in general but that song spoke to me at that time and said you know you're goofy and you're never going to be like these people. You're never going to be cool, calm, and collected. You know, you're always going to be a little quirky, a little immature, and that's okay, you know? And, uh, you know, clearly for them, they were in their 20s, and I mean, now they're in their 40s, and they're still acting this way. I don't know if it's an act. Uh, you know, Blink-182, friend of the podcast, if you hear this, uh, you know, comment on this podcast or whatever shoot me an email let me know if it's all an act the immaturity thing but uh but yeah it was relatable to people back then and that's what drew in all the you know kids and people that fell in love with them obviously they had the punk rock crowd in the beginning but eventually you know they had their music which was relatable especially once they got into like the take off your pants and jacket and especially the self-titled era you know that's when they were at their peak and they were appealing to people they could relate to their music and it drew people in and uh you know that's just one example of something that they did whether it was consciously or unconsciously that led to their meteoric rise and you know it's it's no surprise for some people uh you know some of the bands i'm going to be talking about uh just some examples that i wrote down obviously oasis is going to be a big one shout out to james from the oasis podcast he was an awesome guest go back and listen to that episode but i would say that oasis is I mean, top three favorite bands at this point in my life. Um, 
And then the next one after that, very controversial with the people in my life. Um, a lot of people kind of roll their eyes when I say this, but the Grateful Dead. Uh, you know, I I was a dead hater back in the day. You know, I was just like, oh, jam bands. Ugh, I like punk rock. I like songs that are four minutes tops, yada, yada, yada. I don't like that weird hippie vibe. You know, these were just all the things that I said. And it was all just ignorant speaking. I had never listened to the Grateful Dead. I wasn't really friends with many deadheads and people who listened to the Grateful Dead. I was judging this all off of, you know, the deadheads and people that I saw but didn't talk to or anything. And just the way they acted and the things they did and just like all the merchandise and shit that they wore my ignorance made a judgment on them and you know i knew nothing about it i knew nothing about the grateful dead the culture the music nothing about that but then after watching the documentary uh that's on amazon prime long strange trip there's a section in it where they're talking about their 1970 album working man's dead which was actually more of a folk folk rock album more than anything and i love folk music i love you know bob dylan uh joe pug um you know i just love folk music and when i heard that i was like this is not at all what i thought the grateful dead was and that was my little introduction and you know i eventually learned that that was when they really started writing songs instead of just having kind of songs and then long jams. And obviously when they played live, they would extend these songs and yada, yada, yada. But um, yeah, so Oasis, Grateful Dead. Uh, I'll have an episode on Marty Robbins slash Outlaw Country because, uh, you know, people might not assume that I'm a huge Marty Robbins fan and a huge outlaw country fan. And, you know, people might say, how does, uh, you know, the gunfighter ballads and trail songs, how does that apply to today? And how can that appeal to anybody? And a big part of that is just a lot of it's going to be storytelling. And Marty Robbins does have, uh, he had some songs that, uh, we're not just all about cowboys and country and yada, yada, yada. You know, he was a popular artist back in the day. Um, but that's another weird one that I get shit for because, uh, I mean, how many times have you heard somebody say, you know, you ask them, oh, what kind of music do you listen to? And they go, I like everything except country. I hate country. I get that all the fucking time. And the thing is, is country is such a broad genre slash gen generalization, you know, of this whole encompassing. I mean, you got Marty Robbins and then you have uh, Sam Hunt. Um, you know, I don't know a lot of the new country stars, but like Marty Robbins, Johnny Cash, that gets put in the country category. And I feel like it's, 
polar opposites. Like they have nothing really in common except for a little bit of twang, you know. So I get shit for that one. Uh, I'll do an episode on 1960s jazz. Um, that's another weird one that I'll put it in the car, put it on in the car, and I'll have people riding in the car with me, and they'll just go, "What the fuck is this?" And uh, comments I get all the time are, oh, this sounds like elevator music. And, uh, you know, oh, it just sounds like a mess. And I guess, you know, this is me just having a little revelation here. I guess it makes sense that I would kind of enjoy the Grateful Dead because that's what jazz is. You know, there's a there's a form and there's set bars that get repeated, but it's basically jamming. You know, and I, I think I just thought the Grateful Dead was just spacey, weird shit that I wouldn't like. But really, I mean, it's melodic, soulful guitar. Um, I'm not going to go on about the Grateful Dead. But anyway, 1960s jazz, I get shit for that because a lot of people hate jazz. Uh, and, you know, obviously some people think that it sounds like elevator music. Um and then I'll do an episode on some of my favorite heavier music. Um, you know, I'm, I'm scared to call them hardcore bands because a lot of people wouldn't consider them hardcore or whatever. And I'm not going to take into account, I mean, obviously I will be sensitive to some of the social issues, but if I don't know stories that have come out about these different artists it's not because i'm being insensitive or because i don't care it's just basically that i don't know and i'm assuming when i do the research i'll find this shit out but um you know it sucks that i even have to talk about this and i get so pissed off when this shit comes out about bands and artists because it's like you get this once in a lifetime opportunity and you throw it away for something so stupid you know the front porch step guy he got the you know he got put on all of warp tour which is like a dream for a lot of bands and artists and he fucks it up by being a fucking pervert you know it's just fucking stupid it's stupid that i have to even talk about this but my favorite heavier bands uh which include a day to remember the ghost inside for the fallen dreams um what are some other ones uh i'll save a skylit drive for a different one i'll probably do a myspace episode but a day to remember ghost inside for the fallen dreams uh backtrack um probably incendiary uh maybe you know I, I do enjoy older Bring Me the Horizon. I know I kind of sound like a douche by saying that, but uh, I enjoy older Bring Me the Horizon, uh, especially, you know, Suicide Season. That's probably my favorite album, along with, you know, all the other uh, teenagers from 2009 who were heavy into the MySpace. Um, and then I'll probably do an episode on... Well, I'll definitely do an episode on pop punk music because that's another one that uh, people like to look down on. They say that it's whiny or that, uh, 
you know, this, that, and the other thing. And like, especially nowadays, because a lot of it is more of like an emo pop punk as opposed to say, set your goals, which was like a go out and get it and stand by your morals and, uh, you know, just take life on headstrong pop punk as opposed to some bands today that are all about, uh, you know, being more emotional, which is fine. Um, but you know, I grew up on bands like set your goals and, uh, you know, older, well, even the story so far still has it going for them. Um, but older neck deep, older knuckle puck, um, transit. Oh my God. Definitely going to bring up transit in that, but yeah, the main complaint I get on those is, uh, you know, that they sound whiny or whatever. And I'll say again, this isn't going to be a segment of me trying to defend the music I like. Uh, you know, honestly, it's more so just about me getting to delve deeper and do more research on the music I like. And, you know, really uh, dissecting why exactly I love these bands. And, uh, you know, that's that's why I'm very excited for this. Um, yeah, and then, like I said, I'll probably just do uh, early, early bands that I really liked, uh, MySpace era bands, um, you know, and how how they went about things, which that would probably get into more of the four-year strong, a Skylit Drive, basically all the bands I went and saw on Warp Tour, uh, The Main, All Time Low, um, you know, all those fucking bands. Uh, so that'll that'll be another episode, the MySpace episode. Uh, but yeah, I just, I love doing music research. I... I have this unhealthy obsession with watching interviews and music documentaries. And, you know, obviously for the first couple episodes, Oasis, Grateful Dead, um, you know, I'm going to be cheating a little bit because I already have, you know, just a bank of knowledge on those two bands in my head. Um, you know, so I won't have to do much research you know, I've listened to all the Grateful Dead books. I've watched every fucking Oasis documentary interview um, and so on. It'll it'll basically just be me getting my feet under me uh, for this new segment, you know, because it's basically just me sitting in a room talking to myself. Uh, so, yeah, those first two episodes is... It's going to be me getting my feet under me. I'm going to be cheating a little bit because I already have the information, but... Uh, like I said, a big reason is I love music research, watching documentaries and interviews and, uh, just learning things about bands and musicians that I love. And even ones that I don't love, like, uh, for instance, the Foo Fighters documentary back and forth. I fucking love that documentary, but I have never, you know, listened to, Foo Fighters on purpose by myself you know their music uh it just it doesn't hit the pleasure centers in my brain that make me fall in love with that band yet I'll say yet because you know uh 
if I do fall in love with the Foo Fighters, it'll hit me at the right time when I need it the most. But, uh, but yeah, uh, I love that documentary. Don't really listen to the band. Uh, I just, I love music. I have a passion for it. I love learning everything about music. You know, I've watched EDM documentaries and I'm not a big fan of EDM. Uh, you know, shit like that. But, uh, I might do a Kendama episode as well. You know, that's something that confuses the shit out of me. And, uh, you know, it just doesn't make sense because, I mean, I was a little into yo-yos back in the day, but, you know, I, I skateboarded. I wasn't really like a skill toy person. And up until, you know, 2018, I had never heard of a kendama. I had no fucking clue what that was. Uh, and you know, when I saw Adam 22 from the no jumper podcast playing with one, I literally, uh, did a Google search of, uh, ball, ball and stick toy with cups and spike or whatever, and started learning about it. And the reason I got one was because I thought it would be you know, an interactive, like full body usage fidget spinner, you know, cause I have ADHD. I'm always doing shit with my hands and my feet. And I just figured it would be, you know, something to get that energy out. And lo and behold, I got fucking addicted to that shit. Um, as you know, a lot of people know, I have quite a few of them. Um, and anybody who knows me or who has seen me out and about, you know that I always got that thing on my waist. You know what I'm saying? Uh, speaking of thing on my waist, I'll probably do an episode on gangster rap too because I fucking love gangster rap. Like especially early 2000s shit. Like I fucking love that shit. Um, and you know, I'll call it gangster rap, but I'll... You know, it'll be like 50 Cent and like the whole G-Unit crew, Lloyd Banks, Young Buck, Tony Yayo. Uh, but I'll probably also get into the, you know, St. Lunatics, Nelly, Murphy Lee, Ollie. Um, and then obviously got to talk about Tupac. I might mention something about Biggie. Again, doesn't hit the pleasure centers in my brain. Um Maybe one day it will. I don't know. But I fucking love Tupac. Um, you know, I love NWA, Ice Cube, Snoop Dogg. Uh, yeah, tons of tons of gangster rap artists. But for some reason, I just love that violent shit. I love that fucking, uh, you know, like, uh, I mean, I really love 50 Cent's, like, first two albums. He has a song called Ski Mask Way. Like, it's a little jazzy, but he's got, you know, the Dr. Dre beats on it. Uh, he has a song called Gatman and Robin. Uh, a little, that was a song he did with Eminem that's pretty, pretty fucking tight. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, back to Kendama. I'll do a, an episode on Kendama because not only does that confuse other people you know, as to why are you so fucking obsessed with this toy? 
because technically it is a toy. I would say that it's kind of like it's a it's more a skill toy and I swear to God, I work up a sweat when I play. Like I get fucking into it and if I can't land a trick, I get pissed off. And you know, there's something I may not be doing gravity and geometry equations or whatever, but a lot of it is muscle memory and it is artistic because uh you know there's the certain tricks that you learn but when you set up the combos and how you get to the certain tricks can be very artistic and you got to be creative uh to you know figure out how you're gonna fucking play and how you're gonna put all this shit together um and you know that's just playing it that's not even including making the videos and the whole you know, culture with Kendama, which is also amazing. So yeah, probably, uh, you know, I'm going to write that down gangster rap, but also, uh, I'm going to do a Kendama episode. Uh, fuck. I can't talk and write at the same time. Um, Kendama episode. And then I don't know if I'm going to do video. Uh, you know, I'm not super tech savvy, but you know, now that I think about it in this day and age, like if this is what I'm going to do, it wouldn't hurt to learn how to do the picture in picture thing, you know, uh, like basically every other fucking podcast does where it shows the person talking and then it shows like the Google search that they're doing. By the way, if there's anybody who wants to be like a producer ish on the podcast and wants to help me out with some of the tech stuff and basically be my uh be the young jamie to my joe rogan uh fucking hit me up because that would be rad you know it and i mean it'd be cool to have a co-host in general um but yeah i'm not too tech savvy but a simple google search and you can learn just about anything literally anything i have another hobby that uh you know i i have gotten heavily invested in off and on and literally you know the way I got into it was uh just google searches um and that I uh it's it's not important to talk about if you're really curious and you've made it this far then uh you know shoot me a message and I might tell you what it is the other hobby I promise it's not anything fucking weird like, uh, you know, BDSM or dominatrix or not that there's anything wrong with that. Fuck. There's nothing wrong with that shit. Okay. Do you do what makes you happy. Do whatever you want as long as you're not fucking up somebody else's life. Um, but yeah, basically it's nothing sexual and it's nothing fucking, it's nothing weird. It's just, uh, you know, something that I don't think is important to talk too much more about. Anyway, um, but yeah, I'll, I'll look into doing the video in video thing. And that way I can, you know, show some music videos without sound or just do some Google searches and show like the style, like Oasis. Big part of that is style. Um, so yeah, keep me honest and uh, get on my ass about 
you know, making that shit. Um, but I'm definitely going to be doing Instagram stories because I would love to have people participate if they would like to. And I'd love to have a discussion with somebody because as much as I love hearing my own voice, um, I love having a conversation more. So if somebody has some questions that I'm not answering or they just really want to fucking grill me about a certain artist, please uh, join the Instagram live. You know, obviously I'll read comments, but uh, request to join the live and uh, we'll have a good, healthy, respectful conversation about these artists. And you know what? It's okay to disagree. If we agree to disagree, that's okay. We can still be friends. We can still be cool with each other. You know what I said? Uh, fuck. You know what I mean? Like, like I said with certain bands and artists, it, you know, some shit's just not going to hit you re- the right way. And that's okay. It might one day. It may never appeal to you. And that's okay. Because everybody's different. Everybody's unique. So do you. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm very excited. I'm excited to do a new segment. And I mean, I'm excited to get the podcast back up and running, period. Because I love doing this shit. And I'm not going to lie. It makes me feel good to see that people are listening to it and that people enjoy it. Uh, because it makes me happy, and uh, you know, I think the the content is all right, and uh, you know, it it's it has uh, you know a little bit of a following. So I apologize that I have not been as consistent as I should be, but this is my way to get back into your ears and uh, to have you guys hear me talk a little bit more and uh you know hopefully you can learn something or maybe you know you hear me talk about something and uh you might be inspired to go check out uh you know some 1960s jazz uh dave brubeck quartet thelonious monk Uh, i'm sure you've heard miles davis but maybe you'll go back and give it a real listen uh bill evans trio shit like that i could name off uh, you know, tons of artists, but, uh, yeah, maybe you might discover your new favorite band or just a, a new artist that you enjoy. You know, if I do that, please let me know, uh, you know, rate, give me a five-star rating for the podcast. Got to throw that in there and then leave a comment. You know, if, if you heard me talk about the Grateful Dead and it inspired you to go check out their, their shit and you're like, damn, I enjoy this. Leave a five-star rating and just write in the comment, love the episode on the Grateful Dead, inspired me to go check them out, and now I'm a fan. You know, just something like that. Or uh, just shoot me a DM uh, on Instagram, DSAB Podcast, at DSAB Podcast. Don't start a band podcast. You know, you get it. Okay at DSAB podcast and uh you know follow that first and foremost but also shoot me a message if you heard an episode and it 
you enjoyed it, even if you just enjoyed the episode, hit me up, let me know, because uh, I like the feedback. I like to know what I'm doing right, what I could improve on, and especially if I turn you on to uh, some new music that you either straight up didn't like before or just never thought much about before. Sorry about that. Um, but yeah, if I if I turn you on to a new artist, please let me know because that makes me happy uh, because, you know, your new favorite band could be something that you'll hear in three years, you know. Uh, the artist that you fall in love with and, you know, love the most could be an artist you've never heard. And there's just so much music and so many different perspectives that, uh, you know, the possibilities are endless. So if I turn you on to a new artist, you enjoy it. If it changes your life and, uh, you know, it makes you, makes your life have meaning and you go off and you fall in love and you win the lottery and you, you know, do all these amazing things. And it's all because I turned you onto this band. Please fucking let me know. Also, if you win the lottery, uh, you know, I'm going to start a Patreon. Yeah. By the way, going to start a Patreon. So if you win the lottery and at the root of that, it was because I turned you on to a new artist and it changed your life. Feel free to drop a crisp mill, you know, even 500K. If you want to just drop $500,000 into my Patreon or, uh, you know, fucking zell it to me or Venmo. I don't even know if Venmo uh, does that much. Maybe the Cash App does. I don't fucking know. Um, but yeah, if I turn you on to a new artist, please let me know because... I, I like the feedback, but I also like to know if I'm having a positive impact on somebody's life because, uh, you know, not to get too philosophical here, but uh, life, is, life is short. Life is temporary. And, uh, you know, every good experience should be celebrated. You know, every positive impact should be noted um, because... Life is hard, especially as you get older. You have more responsibilities. It's it's incredibly important to take mental snapshots of, uh, you know, good times that you're having and times where you were happy um, because, you know, what, what would you rather do instead? You know, focus on all the bad shit and think about your past and worry about your future or... Would you rather be surrounded by your family, whether that's, you know, family by blood or family, friends, uh, whatever, and uh, just really be in the moment and notice that you are filled with joy and happiness and take a mental snapshot of that. Uh, yeah, focus on that. Uh, that. That's all I have for philosophy. Uh, I'm going to try and not have so many tangents um, as I did today. But the thing is, is like I said, I enjoy doing the podcast. I have a million ideas flooding into my head all at once. And, uh, you know, I, I 
I just want to make it the best it can be. And I don't want to walk away from an episode, especially since I'm going to be the only one on most of these episodes and go, fuck, I should have talked about this. You know what I'm saying? Um, so yeah, I'm going to try and not go on too many tangents, but, uh, you know, if it's meaningful to the conversation, why the hell not? You know what I mean? It's my, it's my fucking podcast. I'll talk about what I want to talk about, um, all within the bounds of respect and happiness and safety. Uh, but yeah, I think that's, that's pretty much all I got. New segment. It's going to be called why them? Why them bands? Why you like them? Oasis, Grateful Dead, Marty Robbins, 1960s jazz, favorite heavy bands, pop punk, favorite MySpace early bands. You fucking name it. If I like it, I'm probably going to talk about it. Uh, Yeah, why them? Stay tuned. This is the intro, and it's going to get fucking good. That's all I can say. So... Thank you to everybody who has made it this far and listened to this episode. I really appreciate it. Um, I can't tell you how grateful I am for the support that I've gotten over the... Fuck, I've been doing the podcast for two years now. Round of applause for me. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, I, I can't tell you what it means to me to have people support the podcast and enjoy it, you know? I just decided I was going to do it one day and made it happen, you know. And uh, like I've always said, even if nobody else enjoys it, I'm going to keep doing it because I love it. So, uh, yeah, thank you guys so much. I'm going to start a Patreon, uh, you know, and I might upload bonus episodes or something like that. Uh, Fuck, maybe I'll start an OnlyFans and then I can upload it there. How many podcasts do you know are on OnlyFans? You know what I'm saying? I got fucking ideas out the wazoo. But don't start a band podcast. New segment. Why them? Uh, Yeah, and I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. And stay tuned for episode number one, which will probably be, actually, you know what? It's got to be Oasis. Number one gotta be oasis and uh hopefully noel and liam gallagher approve thank you everybody for listening this is the don't start a band podcast and uh oh i'm gonna end this episode with the backseaters new single gypsy i mean it it's new okay we have a fucking music video for it it's amazing first single off of the new ep which we'll be announcing soon or depending on when you've listened to this episode we've already announced it uh but yeah this is gypsy off of my band the backseaters new ep gypsy here we go thank you love you bye